What can healthcare CISOs and other security leaders do to better address cybersecurity threats facing medical devices? I'm Marianne kolbesak begee Executive Editor of Information Security Media Group. Today I'm speaking with Dr. Dale Nordenberg, Co-Founder and Executive Director of the Medical Device Innovation, Safety, and Security Consortium, or MDIS. Dale will be speaking to me about a new medical device cybersecurity collaboration between MDIS and the Association for Executives in Healthcare Information Security, or AHIS, which is a group part of the College of Healthcare Information Management Executives, or CHINE. So, Dale, please briefly describe the medical device cybersecurity work between MDIS and AHIS as it relates to medical device cybersecurity. For instance, I understand your joint activities will focus on four main areas, education, best practices, advocacy, and information sharing. That's right, Marianne. We are very excited to be partnering with AHIS, which is an associated organization with CHIME. And the Chief Information Security Officer is a key role that has been emerging over the last several years, which has really achieved high prevalence across healthcare systems today. We're actually seeing a similar role standing up in medical device manufacturers. And The importance of this role is that it brings to bear deep expertise in cybersecurity, uh, not just for something, for example, a vertical niche like medical devices, but also across the entire, if you will, networking fabric for an organization. So the CISO can put into context the cybersecurity-related risks of a medical device and then integrate that understanding with the rest of the cybersecurity considerations And in the healthcare organization, they can coordinate the resources across health information technology and the security teams and the biomedical or clinical engineering team. And more and more helping the clinical leadership and the risk-related leadership to understand what we need to do to address the medical device cybersecurity public health challenge. So, Dale, with that said, overall, how well do you think healthcare CISOs and other healthcare leaders generally understand medical device cybersecurity and the risks posed to their organizations? Is there a lot of misunderstanding or not being aware of the potential risks that are there to patients as well as to their own organizations? We believe that 2017 is the year that we truly hit a tipping point where the majority of healthcare systems and meaning the healthcare delivery systems and the leading manufacturers have come to be aware of the medical device cybersecurity risk potential. That is a very important first step. The next step is for the stakeholders to collaborate to build an evidence base. In other words, Awareness is important, but having the data to truly understand what is happening at the point of care regarding medical devices, cybersecurity risk, and the actual, if you will, experience of the device as it may or may not be impacted by cyber risk is really step number two. In fact, that's where MDIS has been focused since 2010 where when we started as a public health initiative, what we mean by that is we drive towards evidence-based decision-making, and we do this based on best practices from organizations like the Centers for Disease Control. 
The CISOs of the healthcare organizations, having become aware of the challenge, have been doing impressive work, and this is where AHIS and CHIME come in. Their leadership, first by convening these important professionals, is now in a great position to bring to bear that, that expertise from its constituents, from the AHIS-CHIME constituency, to really help better understand the data, the evidence base, and then working with us under the MOU that we've recently signed with AHIS, the activities that are covered include development collaboratively of educational programs, best practices, advocacy, and then finally information sharing and understanding what the barriers are for information sharing. So we think that the tipping point has happened in awareness, and now we're driving to help achieve a tipping point in responsible, productive information sharing so we have an evidence-based approach to our risk mitigation. And Dale, where do you see some of the weaker spots in terms of the awareness of cybersecurity and medical device-related risks within the healthcare sector? Firstly, we've come to appreciate that one of our biggest challenges is the diversity of our ecosystem. And when we use the term medical devices, it actually refers to a highly heterogeneous population of medical devices, ranging from small implantable devices that sense and, in fact, discharge electrical energy or large bolted down heavy capital investments of iron that beam protons into people's brains or other tissues of the body in order to treat various diseases and everything between. There are mobile devices, wireless devices, and so on and so forth. The diversity is not just recognized in the medical device community or population itself, but in the manufacturing community where there are over 10,000 manufacturers registered with the FDA. And when we speak of a manufacturer and we work with the top 20, 30, 40, 50, it's easy to appreciate that there are many, many other manufacturers out there of all shapes and sizes. We see sometimes we get a list of 1,100 medical devices to be examined, and we see that might represent, in fact, in one specific case, over 350 manufacturers. So this diversity presents real challenge in terms of how do you understand what they know, how do you understand what they're aware of, and how do you understand their capabilities? The exact same thing is true for healthcare systems, over 6,000 or around 6,000 hospitals, and they range from literally a handful of beds to large multi-hospital national and, frankly, international networks today, and thus the ability for us to understand what they know, understand what they're capable of, and then to move the needle on that is is a challenge, but critical. So I think diversity represents one of our biggest challenges. The second challenge I've already mentioned is having the data through responsible information sharing so that we have evidence-based security. And this is also what we mean by us being a public health initiative, because once we collect that data and we analyze it in, in the same way we analyze any exposure between a human and some other risk, we can really start to mitigate in a efficient manner. And that mitigation is broken down into two things, and this probably brings in point number three in terms of risk, which is there are really two different populations of devices. The devices that were designed and built and will be built based on designs of pre-awareness, because it takes three to 10 years to design and release a device. And then 
those devices that will be benefiting from the awareness and the know-how that's been developed over the last four or five years. A lot of great work has been done by leading manufacturers, and we really value those partnerships in the same way a lot of great work has been done by a number of healthcare systems. And what's really promising is that these communities of manufacturers and health systems that have been innovating and stepping up, part of what we do at Empis and, and AHIS Chime is to is to help propagate that kind of capability, that kind of capacity through these collaborative programs. So I think that would sum up, I think, the top risks as we see them. We can dig into tactical. We can dig into the vulnerabilities that are being expressed. But until we have a mechanism to actually efficiently monitor what's going on and put those vulnerabilities to the context, we won't be able to take appropriate action in a scalable, timely manner. So that's why I would rate the data and the evidence above any specific vulnerability. Dale, looking ahead, what should we be looking for next from MDIS and AHIS in terms of this collaboration? Are there certain things that are planned and should we be sort of watching for things within a certain time frame? We are, as I mentioned, really excited to be able to, to share the last roughly eight years worth of work of convening the public-private partnership We've been fortunate enough to be developing around this important challenge. So the partnership with AHIS and Chime is very significant because they are probably the premier organization in the best position to reach the key professionals. The CISOs are one of those. That's the group under the AHIS organization. But the chief information officers under Chime itself is also a critical group of individuals and I understand that the Chief Medical Information Officer Professional Group is also now being convened under under the CHIME umbrella. So what we see as really exciting is the convening of key stakeholders, and we can bring to bear the learning from the public-private partnership we've been doing and together build more effective educational programs to these professional groups that are on the front lines of patient care so that these professionals can then start to catalyze change so the patient benefits as quickly as possible from what we've learned. And everybody, every stakeholder benefits by the information sharing as well. Everyone benefits from educational training. It's been hard to get the culture of stakeholders to appreciate that sharing a vulnerability or a weakness or sharing attributes of a device whether you're a hospital or a manufacturer, is not only okay, but it is one of the most important public health acts any stakeholder can do today. And we do it for HIV or AIDS. We do it for tuberculosis. We do it for Ebola. We do it for toxic spills. Sharing information allows action, and we know how to do it responsibly. So the best practices that we are working with AHIS to develop, again, that's beyond education into, hey, here are some manuals, here are some best practices that you can use so that we don't have every hospital trying to figure it out. So we hope to be producing in the very near future both these educational programs and the best practices that will be tightly bound to each other and even bound to our information sharing platforms if all goes as planned. From an advocacy front, AHIS and CHIME have been have been very active and as has MDIS to a slightly lesser degree. But I think working on the messaging, 
how do we talk about this as a public health challenge? How do we talk about this as a collaboration of stakeholders? And how do we identify, and this is, I think, very important and something we're working on right now, what should your average hospital be doing in 2017? Meaning, what is a reasonable best practice? Not what is the ideal, but given where we started, what can they do? In 2018, what is a reasonable can-do kind of level for a hospital? And if we do that for a manufacturer at the same time, we can actually lay out, if you will, a maturation roadmap for the key stakeholders so that expectations are clear, best practices are clear and based on reality, not just based on an ideal. And we can work together to advance that in a collaborative way. So in terms of time frame, I've noted that a couple of times, but we would hope to see initial collaboration products coming out within the next several weeks, couple of months, and certainly by the turn of the year. Thanks, Dale. I've been speaking to Dr. Dale Nordenberg of MDIS. I'm Marianne Kobasek-McGee of Information Security Media Group. Thanks for listening.